What's happening, everyone? It's the Fantasy Stock Exchange back here with you with another seven-round team mock draft for the NFL 2020 NFL Draft. We have the Carolina Panthers on tap for today. Danny, how you doing? Doing well. I mean, uh, yeah, first rounder. They picked seventh overall. Uh, this is a team who's made great moves in the offseason with their uh, coaching hires. I mean, Matt Rule and getting Joe Brady as their offensive coordinator, bringing in Teddy Bridgewater as their new starting quarterback for the future. I mean, uh, yeah, this team's got the weapons in place, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how they can attack this seven-round uh, draft. So you ready to kick us off? or? Yeah, but, uh, I just want to start with a little preliminary discussion about the seventh pick. Do you stick and pick or do you trade back? Because my philosophy is I think they're tanking. Like, I think they're yeah. full out, like, let's get Trevor Lawrence, let's get Justin Fields, let's get X quarterback prospect that they like. Um, I think they, they, they want to, uh, with the retirement of Luke Keekley and the jettison of Cam Newton and all this stuff, I think they want to get young. I, w- I think they want to get fast. I know Matt Rule loves fast players. And I think they want to uh, build it from the ground up. He's a program builder. He did it at Baylor and Temple. So, uh, I, yeah, what are your thoughts on the seventh pick? I was going to mention, I agree with that. Uh, the only player that I'm not trading back for, in my opinion, would be, say, if uh, first of all, if Akuda fell. Either Okuda or Simmons, one of those two. If they're there at seven, I'm taking them. If not, then you look at a team like the Jets or even like the Bucks, like one of those teams that want to like secure a top tackle. Mm-hmm. Seven's the perfect spot to really trade down from uh, at that point. So what are your thoughts yeah. on that? I, I think uh, the receiver needy teams also could potentially want to hop um, some, some of the other teams. Like if Denver wants to come up and get rugs or whatever, like I don't think that's a, a horrible trade down either because Denver has a lot of mid-round picks. So they might be able to swing like two thirds or something for, uh, for a eight, uh, eight spot trade up. So, yeah, I mean, that, that'd be great value, especially for a team like Carolina, who again has like so many needs on, especially on their defense that they uh, acquiring that extra capital would be huge. So yeah, let's get ready to kick them off. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Burrow young, I mean, pretty typical Akuda would have been a great pick, but Oh, Simmons might be there. Simmons is there. Stick I think, pick, take I think, Simmons. Yeah, that's a no-brainer for me as well. Uh, just take Isaiah Simmons. I mean, if you don't know who Isaiah Simmons is by now, uh, viewers, <laughs> like he he's probably he's the a, most. He's a freak, yeah, man. Yeah, he's literally like a, a freak. Like, there's no yeah, other way a, to put he's it. He's a physical specimen. Like he, Isaiah Simmons in this defense would be fun as hell. Literally, they got a lot. Like, like I said, Matt Rule loves speed. It's one of the things he had to interview with uh, Move the Sticks a couple a couple months ago, and he basically said, like, if you give me fast, strong, smart football players, or not even football players, like athletes, I'll, I'll turn them into football players, like good football players. I agree. So he believes in his coaching ability, as do most coaches, but he thinks he can um, – He, I feel like Carolina is going to take a lot of – not risky players, but guys that maybe don't have the best production – more more so measurable type guys with a lot of uh, athleticism. That's the type of uh, player that Carolina looks for, or Matt yeah. Rule looks for specifically. I mean, Simmons fits that mold, like, literally, like, he is the poster child of that mold. Yeah. And I mean, he has production, so. I mean, he's 6'4", 230 pounds, running 4'3", and he's an absolute just freak of nature. Like, he's strong, he's fast, he's physical, he's smart. I mean, getting him at seven there, like, that's completely remaking your defense. So, uh, yeah, I love the value there. Uh, we're back on the board here. It's uh, second round pick 38. Starting off the second round, Bengals went Patrick Queen, linebacker, LSU. Colts, again, second trade mock draft. Got Jordan Love. I mean, great value there. Uh, Terrell Lewis, Curtis Weaver, and Jacob Eason going 37 to the Chargers. So, 
I mean, looking at the board here, I mean, we can go a guy like Black Lock, uh, Marlon Davidson. Uh, what what kind of direction do you think we should go here? I mean, uh, See, to me, I think it's between three players right now. I think it's between Cesar Ruiz because they traded Trey like Turner, and I think Cesar Ruiz is far and away the best interior alignment in this draft. And I think getting him at thirty eight would probably not Steel. happen. I don't think he's there at thirty eight. I um, like him and Cushenberry here as well. Like if I'm going to go interior, yeah, and. Uh, Noah Igbenogany is the one standing out to me at corner. I think he's I think he's the best one on the board still. I know you can't actually see the ones, I mean, but I, we, I we could check it real quick on the board. So yeah, Igbenog- yeah, yeah, I agree. To he's, me, he, to he's, me, he's by far one. the best one on the on the board right now. I agree. Uh, Trevon Diggs is a little. They're a little. Like the draft network's a little lower on Trevon Diggs than I am. I think I think Trevon Diggs is a bit better than 55 in the draft. I think he's probably like around like the top like 45 player. But um, uh, go back to the all page. Uh, all. Between those guys and uh, oh, you mentioned Blacklock. Blacklock yeah, is like kind of what I just mentioned. Uh, uh, measurables like he's a freak. Like he's 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 a very good athlete for his size. So I think Blacklock, and I think the league in general is going to be very high on Blacklock. I know a lot of the big uh, big name scouts and media guys have been talking up Blacklock because they know that the league is very high on him. So to me, in term for for realistic uh, for a realistic perspective, I think the pick is Blacklock. Agreed. Here. Because I think it's also like uh, the Draft Network has it listed as their biggest need, and I agree. I think it is their biggest need because they lost uh, Don Terry Poe, Gerald McCoy. Um, even uh, they lost someone else too, I think. Uh, Addison, maybe? Yeah, Mario Addison. Yeah. So I think I think they need D-line help in, in a pretty big way. And I think Ross Blacklock definitely fits the profile of what they're looking to do. But uh, of the, the, four, the three guys that are there, I, I don't think they can go wrong with any of them. Agreed. I mean, if Neville Gallimore – was available here he would be in a huge consideration with me with him and blacklock personally but uh yeah take him at 38 here you get ross blacklock good interior rusher tons of upside i mean i think i'm high on all these tcu guys because i mean i love gladney i love Rager, and i love blacklock so uh getting him at 38 here him, actually can you go to all for a second i yeah, of course want to see if we could trade down because i think the board is pretty good in their favor right now Ooh, look at jonathan taylor does anyone need cesar ruiz right now bears josh jones is on the board is there a tackle needy team bucks did the bucks Bucks take one in the first round bucks picked swift in the first round so i think they would pick see see if we can make a trade with tampa so uh give them yeah 38 and uh probably fourth rounder yeah probably 117 you can see if we can get a six too but i doubt it Oh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that. Six would probably... We could take it off. Yeah. yeah. Take the six off. Yeah, never hurts to ask. Denied. We can go okay. for the other four. Uh, yeah, maybe try the other four. If they don't take that, then we'll just say screw it. But Yeah. I mean, we could, we could find another team. Yeah, yeah so Buccaneers are just playing hardball. They don't want to deal yeah. within the division. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at here. Maybe the the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah. yeah. The Jets. Who did the Jets pick in the first round? Uh, they took Henry Ruggs. So Henry Ruggs. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they want to come up for a tackle then. Make perfect sense for them. Uh, try and get try and fleece them. Let's see if we can get their third. Let's do it. And then we'll go for the 79 if they decline this. So to... try and give them like 148. See if, or 113 actually. Try and give them 113 in return. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, keep the second, and yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wow. So the Jets, like, the, their front office is coming to fucking put, right, put their foot down. Yeah, that should be good. <laughs> if they decline this, like, do they not okay, realize they need a tackle? We're sticking picking. 
These people don't realize that they need tackles. Uh, okay, you can find so one more team, maybe. Block, probably. Maybe. What about the Bears? Yeah, I they, don't think they really need it. Like, they could use Cesar Ruiz, but I don't think he's, like, a huge, like, massive glaring need for them. That's fair. I mean, aside from that, I don't really see too many tackle needed teams. Yeah. So, yeah, let's just take That's take true. the value here. Uh, you say Ross Blacklock? I'm fully yeah, on it. Blacklock's definitely the – Bill's the biggest need, and I think he has the most upside of the three guys that we were looking at. Yeah, let's do it. If they pick – if they hit Jones here, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> Good job, Bucks. Yeah, they knew. But never back down. <laughs> All right. So, hopefully, there's a corner on the board with our next pick because I think that is their next biggest need. Agreed. But uh, interior line is also pretty large as well. In my I mean, opinion. checking the borders. Is, like one of the best guards in the league. But they if, lost, one, so. if one of these three fall, like I'll be super, uh, super be hyped for them. Of the guys right there. Over Dantzler? Yeah, I think I think Bryce Hall's. I, I went back and watched Bryce Hall recently, and I'm I he's kind of a, a victim of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. If you know yeah. what I mean, like he hasn't played. He didn't play like half the year or more than half the year. And um, he was a great, like, he was unreal in 2018. Like, he would have been my best. He would have been the best corner in that draft two years ago. So, he went back to school, unfortunately for him, because he got injured. Uh, but I think he's, again, like I said, I think they're going to be willing to take risks. I think the, the Panthers know they're not going to win a lot of games this year. And I think they know. Um, That's right. <laughs> yeah, they know, know they're not going to win a lot of games this year. So, I think they're going to be willing to take boomer bust type prospects. I think Bryce Hall has the potential to be much like the guy that they lost. I think he can be turned into type of like a James Bradbury type. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Uh, thing with Bryce Hall that kind of concerns me is I don't think he has necessarily all the physical traits and his he kind of locks sometimes on man coverage. But I mean, you're taking that risk that's baked in here at 69 because if he had those locked up, he would be a first round player. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, Great value here, good upside. Uh, I like Bryce Hall here. So, I mean, these these three are kind of like similar to me. So, if you're preferring Hall, I'm fully on board. Yeah, originally I like Dantzler a lot better, but Dantzler's testing numbers really scare me. Yeah, I mean, it's just he weird. Four, he ran a four six, like that's yeah, not he, good. He ran a four six four. It's just weird to me because when you watch him on film, you, you didn't see four six four. No, I didn't either. I like, at he, all. I didn't think he'd be the fastest guy in the world. That'd be I like a four five two, maybe five two. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's about where I thought he'd be. Yeah, by the way, you know you're Canadian when you're drinking water out of a, a nice uh, hockey uh, water bottle. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Natani Mutia 102. Where's our pick? Where's the next pick here? I know. I, I keep referencing Natani Muti oh. because I know PFF loves him off for some reason. Yeah, like, they like him. A lot. Like, they have him as the number one interior guy. Okay, I'm looking uh, interior for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Nick Harris is Nick great Harris, value. He'll take him. Boom. Easy. You can plug him in, and he'll like he's not obviously going to be as good tra- as Trey Turner year one, but like I think he's he, he's got some upside to him. Yes, I love the Van Jefferson all day, Bucks. I love it. Um, <laughs> you you love the Bucks every I time they take him. I love Van Jefferson too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah I think actually, I think yeah. that's a perfect fit. Um, plugging uh, Nick Martin. Or sorry, who do we take? Nick Harris. Nick Harris, sorry. Nick Martin, the uh, brother of Zach. Yeah, no, uh, plugging Nick Harrison, I think that's a great fit. Uh, you definitely just patch up the hole that you created with uh, with Trey Turner and a uh, developmental guy like Nick Harris. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was going to uh, preface, too, in terms of uh, who are we mentioning? Uh, let me just check right now. Uh, so Nick Harris. Oh, Van Jefferson. I know it doesn't mean much because, like, you'll hear this all the time with, like, cornerbacks talking about receivers that, like, they were best at, but uh, I'm not sure if you watched the Zoom call uh, Christian Fulton had with the Cowboys. 
but he uh, he was Jefferson. he was asked who's the best receiver you played all year, and he said Van Jefferson. So I mean, I don't know. It doesn't really mean much because it's just someone's I, word. I put but... stock into that. I think um, I I can't remember how many years ago it was, but someone had said uh, who's the best corner you went up against, and it was James Bradbury that they said, and they were like people were like, oh James Bradbury, like. There was a lot of like highly rated corners in that draft. That was the the Eli Apple, Vernon Hargraves, Jalen Ramsey draft. So mm-hmm. a lot of people were expecting them to say because I'm pretty sure it was an SEC guy too. Um, they were asking him like who's the best corner, and he said James Bradbury, and people were kind of confused by that. And basically, what he said about him was like he just knows how to play the position. Like it's he's nothing special, but he like, and I think that's exactly what James Bradbury is. So I think yeah. um, uh, a guy like a guy like Van Jefferson is definitely. Um, I- I think he, he definitely fits that description. He just knows how to play receiver. I mean, he, he can instantly fit in as a nuanced veteran type of uh, rookie, if that makes any sense. He can slide in as your wide receiver three right off, right off the bat and be a good wide receiver two down the line, in my opinion. Yeah, and so. I'm not comparing him to this to this player because I think this player – No, I am comparing him to – the way Chris Godwin is when he came out of Penn State, Chris Godwin was a lot like that. A lot of people thought like we're like Chris Godwin's a rookie. Like he sounds like he speaks yeah. and plays and works like he's a veteran. Like he doesn't act like a rookie. So I think I think Van Jefferson's a lot like that. And I enough Van Jefferson talk. We'll get to <laughs> Yeah, it's our pick. We're the our viewers. Yeah, Van Jefferson off the board. We can't get him here, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could check receiver. Uh, oh no, they have I don't know why it even says that. They have Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore. That's not even like I think they're shopping Curtis Samuel. So I, I I That'd heard be fun. That they're potentially shopping Curtis Samuel, so I, I think that's Please. probably why the receiver needs there is like. And plus, I don't think they have many guys after their top three. I think it's kind of barren after that in terms of depth. So. <laughs> I'm saying, please, please, I'm a Curtis Samuel owner. Please send him to a team that's going to use him. Like yeah. he's a good player. He's just never really like gotten the opportunity. I mean, I know you're yeah, gonna hear that from in, every. Huh? Put him in division for Tampa as a slot guy. I know that's not really a great fantasy fit, but I like that for us. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, there's nothing. Why am I a running back? Let's see what the safeties are looking like. Why did I go to running back? <laughs> I was even think. Uh, yeah, I'm, not J- I'm not gonna pick J.R. Reed for every Take team. <laughs> But uh, I like I like Tanner Muse here. I, I was gonna say Tanner Muse, even like Antoine, an, Antoine Brooks. Brooks. I like both of them. Good players I think here. We I can mean, get them in the next round, though. I don't think we have to pick them here, or even yeah, just at one fifty-two, we can get them. Yeah, let's wait. Uh, I mean, we could look at backup quarterback because aside from Teddy Bridgewater, what do they really have going on there? I mean, Will I know Greer. they. Yeah, Will Greer, Kyle Allen. Do you really like trust Kyle any Allen's of those guys? Gone now they traded him to the Redskins. Oh so yeah, they sent him to the Redskins. Yeah, they sent Will Greer back there. Go to the quarterback. See if there's any. Uh, nothing. I don't see anyone like I don't maybe like a Cole McDonald, like yeah. No. I think we can get him later. Yeah, that's true. We can wait on that. I mean, we can check Edge as well. Uh, there's nothing here. Uh, go to tight <laughs> end, actually. Ian Harrison oh, Bryant. Okay. See, Harrison Bryant's interesting to me because I like I like Ian Thomas. I think he's a, he's a solid player, but I think you don't want to head you want to hedge your bets a little bit with him because he he's never really been a full time player and you lost Greg Olson. So, I, I my votes my votes for uh, Harrison Bryant here. I think it's a good like kind of yeah. uh, developmental guy to go with Ian Thomas for the future. Now, if he ends up going to, like, hypothetically in the real NFL, if they took a guy like Harrison Bryant and say, say, like, he got fourth-round draft capital, who do you project to be a better long-term between him and Ian Thomas? I like Ian Thomas. I think it would be Ian Thomas still. Unless yeah. they took a tight end in, like, the second or third round, I think it would still be Ian Thomas. Okay. Just take him here. I mean, it doesn't hurt adding another weapon. For sure. Oh, wow. The Bucks didn't get Josiah Degura this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here I vote for probably Antoine Brooks of the safeties. It would be my vote. I like it. 
Yeah, let's do it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, we know they like Maryland players. They took DJ Moore out of Maryland <laughs> a couple years ago. So Davon Taylor, by the way, going to the going to the 49ers in the fifth round. I mean, you're getting a, a full upside guy on probably the, the team that could afford to take that the most. I mean, I just love that. Cowboys taking Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Yeah. I like it. Hey, the Texans got a receiver. D hop replacement. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fun seeing some of these because it's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, for sure. Uh, what okay, let's look at what's our needs. They got a lot of picks. I didn't know they had this many yeah. picks. I mean, we could uh, take a receiver in case we are shop. Like, hypothetically, yeah, we are yeah, shopping. Yeah, I would say let's look at receiver here. I mean, AGG is my pick. I, think I was about to I, say he. He's not necessarily the best fit for their offense, but I think he's a good enough athlete that Matt Rule would like him. And I think he gives them an element that they don't have too, I, which is, yeah. I plus, was just about to mention that. Like, yeah, you've mentioned it pro, uh, time and time again. You want to build your receiving core like a basketball team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the possession guy in DJ Moore. They got uh, a field stretcher in Robbie Anderson. I mean, hypothetically, they're trading Curtis Samuel, but he's more like that gadget interior, uh, like intermediate guy. Now you're adding an absolute physical specimen on the outside who can just come down with it. Like, I like it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think he's also just a tier above the other guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the only the, the only one after him that really truly intrigues me would be a guy like Jawan Jennings, but I don't know how high the NFL is on him. James Prochet would be the best one. Oh, Prochet is good Even too. Even over, I have him over at AGG, but I don't think I think James Prochet is a lot like the receivers I already have. Yeah. So I wouldn't want. I mean, more of a. I don't think he would fit very well. More of a, like a possession kind of uh, finesse guy. Yeah. 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 So let's give AGG, AGG. Sorry, eh, round six, good value. This one's shaping up pretty decently as well. I think this one's going to be one of my, one of our better ones for in terms of grading and whatnot. Agree with that. Justin Chenault is an interesting pick in the sixth round for the Bears too. Mm-hmm. Interesting player. Nate Stanley. Trey, Trey Adams. Adams. Yeah, I I actually went back and watched Trey Adams again uh, a couple days ago because I, I we've been taking him in our mocks and I'm like, yeah. okay, is Trey Adams any good still? Like. He, man, he did not look good this past. I, that, I know, bro. Like that, that's why every time like we've been talking about him, I'm like, eh, I'm not a great fan of him. But... I know. I liked him. I liked him so much like two years ago before uh, before he was eligible. But I was like, oh man, like he's just not like that good. Anymore. That's what I was gonna say. Like, it sucks because like when he was like healthy and he came in uh, starting right away, like he's a really good player. He was it's like just one those... of the highest recruited OTs in that class too. Like when he came out of high school, he was like a high ass recruit. Injuries have just taken their toll on him so hard. It's it's mm-hmm. sad to see, but uh, yeah, every time we've taken him, I'm like, ah, oh, like I don't think he's that good. But heck, if we're taking him in the uh, in the sixth, seventh round, I don't really see too many other guys that would have stand stood out there anyway. So yeah, uh, we can look back at quarterback. I mean, Cole McDonald's still here. I mean, we could seventh rounder just depth. Oh, we could take your boy. To me, Shea it just seems like a wa- it seems like a wasted pick to pick a quarterback here. I, I don't know. I think Cole McDonald might have the uh, – like, he could step in and instantly have the highest upside out of their backup options. I don't I don't hate doubling up on corner here. Or maybe oh, IDL, idea. too, even, because I think that they could use two at both. There's, like, nobody here I care about at all. Yeah, IDL is uh, pretty corners. Uh, Levert Hill. Levert Hill's Levert a good Hill. value. Yeah. I think that's the pick. I actually – I like – I don't hate Levante Taylor, too. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking here? Uh, Hill or Taylor? Your opinion? Uh, let's go Hill. Hill's probably a better player. So, Michigan boy. Seven. It's you a seventh like round him. pick. You're kind of just yeah. dart throwing it anyway. Rico Dowdle. Competition and rotation to this. I think Levert Hill can play special teams too if you even need him to do that. 
Agreed, agreed. Uh, let's just see if we have any picks. No, we don't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, looks like a pretty solid draft. So obviously, we're going to go over it uh, in our review. But, yeah, Panthers fans should definitely be happy about that. Yeah, you should be happy that a Bucks fan gave you a good draft. <laughs> or like how, how we gave the Eagles a good draft as a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Yeah, we're just going to enter these last few picks and then uh, give, it, give a nice team review. So. Yeah. I definitely like I, – I think the Panthers are doing the smart thing when Keekly retired. I think that was the sign that you need to kind of blow this thing up and, and build from the ground up, get rid of some of your older players, your Olsons, your Gerald McCoys, your whatnot. See. Not too many teams are thinking like that, though, which is dumb mm-hmm. because, like, that, that, the Panthers did the smart thing. But you look at the team, like, can you really tell me if the Texans are trying to contend or rebuild? I mean, they're trying to contend, and I think the problem for the Texans is that they're always going to be a cont- uh, contender even if we're trying to rebuild because it's Watson's Watson. so good. It's like, it's like the Seahawks. Even when the Seahawks rebuild, it's like you pick a 22nd in the draft because, like, Russell Wilson's guaranteed nine points every time. It's just insane. I mean – you look at it, fact is, uh, Bill O'Brien, like, we're not even going to get into it, obviously, because we're in the Panthers right now, but, like, that's a, that's another subject matter. But, man, like, pick your choice. Do you want to rebuild or do you want to contend? Because, like, trading away yeah. your, your best wide receiver just doesn't tell me anything. So Yeah, uh, definitely a smart decision by the Panthers. So we'll, we'll go through this real quick. I think Isaiah Simmons at seven is a home run. Like, if that happens, yeah. like, like, count your blessings, Panthers fans, because you know it's not Luke Keekley, but – it's probably the next best thing. So, like, I yeah, would not uh, be surprised if he ended up being a top five linebacker in the next two years. Yeah, no, I wouldn't shock me if he was a top five linebacker his rookie year. I think he's that good of a player. I think he's special. I think he's a special, special player. He could you you use him, put him on. If you put him in uh, rush in um, passing downs on the edge, you could do it. Like he he can do anything. Imagine him and Burns on the edge. The speed of that that edge rusher duo. You could put him at freaking slot corner if you really wanted to on passing down yeah. too. Like he's just, like, it's just insane. He can do anything you want him to. But yeah, uh, he's a tight end eraser too. So you yeah. know, in in the NFC South, there's some decent tight ends with Howard and Hurst now in Atlanta and Jared Cook in uh, in New Orleans. There's some decent tight ends. Isaiah Simmons out of the game. Him. He's a yeah. he's a he's an eraser of tight ends. So um, yeah, let's the Ross Blacklock it. pick for sure is one I like also. I'm not the biggest Ross Blacklock fan, but I think this is the type of situation you'd want him is in like kind of like where he doesn't have to play right away or he doesn't have to like be really good yeah. right away. You pick him as an upside pick. You let him develop. I mean, uh, this is a rebuilding team. Uh, you let him develop on that uh, defensive line. I mean, you got Brian Burns there. You're going to pair him with Blacklock. Uh, they have a huge need there with losing their two interior uh, defensive tackles from last year. Yeah, getting him at 38 is a good value. So, uh yeah, and then we segue on to the Bryce Hall pick again. Picking him at 69, I just think is great value. You have absolutely nice. nothing going on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you have absolutely nothing going on in your secondary. And you can afford to take the risk in terms of his medicals and uh, overall, like, some hiccups in his play uh, last year. So, I mean, getting him at 69, I mean, he's got the potential to easily be a corner one, in my opinion, if he hits. So, uh, in this situation, you're rebuilding, take him. Great value, third rounder, so. Yeah, I know you prefaced that a lot when we were actually making the mm-hmm. pick. Yeah, the you I just mentioned the the tight ends you face in the NFC South. Let's look at the receivers you face in the <laughs> NFC South. If you have no corners and You're you got to go up against Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Michael Thomas twice a year, like Jesus, good luck. Um, and like you got a you got another young corner to pair with Dante Jackson. I don't, I'm not a Panthers fan, so I don't know if Dante Jackson's really like that good. 
to be honest. I, like I've heard kind of mixed feelings about him as a, as a teammate too. Like I've heard he's not the greatest in the locker room, but um, anyway, let's get to the, the other picks. Uh, Nick Harris is his home run in the fourth round. That's an absolute home run. There's easily. no way in hell he's going to make it to the fourth round. If he does count your blessings, uh, Harrison Bryant, I'm not like this whole draft. This is an A plus draft to me. This easily. is an A plus draft. I think every pick was good value. I agree. Uh, I mean, Her- again, we just mentioned Harrison Bryant there. Maybe tight end's not your hugest need, but we, again, Ian Thomas is unsure. We haven't really seen him produce in a big volume role. Plugging in a guy of Harrison Bryant's talent, and what would that be, the fifth, sixth round there at 148? I mean, that's just insane value. I mean, he could instantly step in and give you some good quality reps right in his rookie year. So, yeah, I, I mean, you mentioned it. Every single pick on the board right here, I value the player at least at, if not more than where they took them. So, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just a slam dunk, dunk, yeah, slam dunk draft. I mean, you, you go into it. I mean, Antoine Brooks at 152, uh, Antonio Gandy Golden at 184, and then Lavert Hill in your seventh rounder as a chair on the top. Like, this is, this is easily an A plus as well. I, I completely agree with that grade. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you're a Panthers fan and you disagree with us, uh, don't forget to uh, comment down below. Tell us what, we, what we're missing. I have a feeling if you have a problem with the pick, it's probably the Blacklock one, but I could be wrong. Um, so yeah, don't forget to like, uh, comment, subscribe, uh, turn the notification bell on. Cause if you haven't seen your team yet, it's coming up shortly. Yeah. Um, we're doing the rest of the NFC South. Uh, they should be out, uh, sequentially. So keep an eye out for that. And, uh, the rest of the NFC will be coming soon as well. So, uh, Danny, you got anything to add? Uh, yeah, I was just going to mention again, I, this is, a uh, we already covered the NFC East, obviously Tyler and Lucas are doing their thing in the AFC. As far as our, uh, as far as we go, we've already talked about the NFC East. This is the first installment of the NFC South series, so uh, just stay tuned. We're going to be plugging these uh, plugging these away to you guys. So uh, quality content on the way. Again, as Corey said, go like, subscribe, comment. You you don't like any of our picks? Say, oh, Isaiah Simmons is the most overrated player in the shop. Make your claim. Comment it down below why you think that. Because You'd be uh, wrong. yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, we, we, we love talking to you guys in the comments. We'll respond to all your comments. Go heart, like them. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, One last away. thing I wanted to mention is that the week of the draft, actually, we haven't actually announced this yet, but we're going to be doing a three-round mock, uh, the four of us. All four of us are going to be on it, and we'll be uh, doing it. We're, we're going to make it a little Hollywood for you guys, so stay yeah. tuned for that as well. And a little suit and tie action, potentially. So, uh, yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, we'll be signing out here. Peace out, guys. I mean, nothing much to add, so take care.